Corey Spector back with you, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan after JMU's 65-59 win over Louisiana on this Thursday night inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. So, Coach, uh, your team shoots 32% from the floor. Uh, you're even in the rebounding battle, and they dominated points in the paint. So I know where your mind's going to immediately go based on the stat sheet, but how did your team find a way to win? And then the last point I want to make, Kiki Jefferson goes 2 of 15 mm -hmm. from the field, and you win the game. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, the, I'm not sure uh, is, the, is the answer to your question. It really, really, um, just really gutty, gutty performance by our team. And, and you know, we, we talked a lot about uh, mental toughness and, you know, what what it takes to, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit of Nick Saban-ish, right? It's like uh, nothing else matters than the play in front of you and, and giving your best effort and focus to execute your job for that one specific play. And that's all that matters for that moment. Now, it's easier in football, right? You got a play and then you get to, to rest a little bit. But um, for us, I, I knew this team was tough, and, and I'm talking Louisiana, and they were going to test us in a lot of different ways, and they did. Uh, you know, for me, that, that's just what it was, is that, you know, I kept preaching to our team, you guys are strong, you're strong. You know, Kiki's two for 15, but ends up with a double-double. That's, that's strength to me. That's, that's her not playing her best. And, and I do want to give her, like, a specific shout-out for this because I think, it's, I think we, we do this pink game – Right, and it's important, and it's it's she's um, a focal point of it because of her mother. But like, you can't tell me the emotions aren't aren't running all through her. And I think it's it's hard to <laughs> harness all those emotions, and it certainly would be for me. Um, but I thought I thought she was um, as I mean, just think if she goes nine for fifteen in a game like this. I mean, I thought she played her heart out and and did not shoot it well, and I, and. You know, I'm campaigning for respect um, with the whistle because it's certainly a very, very physical game. And, you know, everywhere she goes, there's hands on her. Um, and, and so, again, that's where the mental toughness and strength comes through for her. And I thought um, for her to end up with a double-double and a win, and that's all she cares about, is, uh, is shows me her strength. So um, I know I went a little bit off tangent there, Corey, but – I don't exactly know how we won the game, um, but I know we were we were we were we were guttier than them today, and and that's what it took. We 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 made one more play than they did, and I thought we had some really um, important performances. Um, I thought I thought Anna Goodman stepped up after after not a great stint in in her first stint. Uh, I thought she stepped up. I thought uh, Kobe King Hawaii stepped up, and then Makaya Times even even in her four minutes, I thought changed a little bit of our toughness uh, on the defensive end before before she went down. So. Um, I thought we had some some people um, in roles really step up for us. I also thought Jamia Hazel had a really uh, really good game for us, and I praised her because I I, I didn't go to go with her down the stretch, um, but she deserved it. <clears throat> and that's um, right now for me it's a challenge because you got Caroline, Jamia, Kiki, and Peyton for three spots. Um, <laughs> so I'm being challenged in, in that respect, but. Um, Really, really, gu really gutsy performance for us, and, and I'm, I'm proud of their effort uh, after after what we went through the last four games. You mentioned Micaiah there. How is she doing? Um, I mean, she's in good spirits. I, I don't know uh, any answers about um, how serious. I don't think it is, um, you know, the, the dreaded. So I would say more of a day-to-day, -day, but, again, I would hate to say something and be wrong. So I don't know the answer. But she's in good spirits, I'll tell you that. Okay, we sent her. 
our best. You know, I thought this game was interesting for a, a myriad of reasons, but you mentioned bringing in Micaiah for that short stint, and then all of a sudden, here comes Cheyenne Rowe, who hasn't played in the year 2023. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, rebounding. What was she? She had a really, really great practice. Uh, two, two really good practices where she's just bouncing all over the place. I mean, she's tipping in a ball. Um, you know, and I, I know, you know, she wasn't with us last weekend, but, um, you know, she's, she's bouncing all over the place. And, and I thought in the first half, uh, Susha had her foul trouble and, and Anna just wasn't rebounding how I wanted. And so, um, you know, that's why practice is important for, for all of our team, which I'm sure listens to this and, and will listen to this. But like, yeah, it's, it's my, it's the, the videos in my head that I have from practice where Cheyenne is bouncing around getting rebounds. Um, so I went with it um, towards the end of the half uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Now, she didn't even get an opportunity, but um, maybe a little premature. But, um, you know, she, she's played in, in games for us before, certainly not in 2023. But um, I told her, just go rebound. Now, she didn't get many opportunities. I think there was a whistle on both plays. But uh, either way, uh, practice matters. James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan joining us on our postgame show. JMU beats Louisiana tonight 65 to 59. The one statistical category that really jumps off the page for me is the three-point disparity. You make 10 of 32, one off your season high, and Louisiana goes 0 of 13. And I, I know this Cajuns team doesn't shoot a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of threes, but did you envision it like this? Like, did you think, okay, we've got an edge in the three-point department, so maybe that's what's going to carry us tonight? I, I did not. Um, you know what I'm proud of our group with, excuse me, um, is we're coming off a game going six for 28, right? And so I think it's easy to snap back as a coach and say, like, hey, we got to stop shooting that many threes and da-da-da. For me, it's like, to, no. Like, I, kn- I know Caroline can go two for seven, three for seven, even four for seven. I know um, Kobe can shoot the three. I know Jamia can shoot the three, Kiki, Peyton, et cetera, Steph. Um, so for me, it's like, no, take the right threes. And Louisiana plays the paint. They play really inside. They're going to give you some threes. So I knew we were going to shoot. I thought 25. I didn't think we'd get to 32. But um, it's what's there. And so, you know, we're just going to jam it inside, and now we're going to get a couple more charges and have some more frustration. It's like, no, nah, it's time to let it fly, let it fly. And so um, – I did not expect them to, and I'm sure they're shaking their head. They went over 13. That's a sure big reason why they think they didn't come out on top, and it probably is. Um, but you know, that's we took a risk, and that's the full time first time we've played, um, you know, zone that much in a game. Um, and it was a couple reasons. It was it was I do think um, they're worse against a zone than they are a man because he can't joystick as much. He's a really good. Um, um, basketball coach and especially offensively so I got a lot of respect for him but um I just thought it, it was the consistency of of switching it up based on a make or a miss uh I thought just threw them off and threw off their rhythm and so now every time they shot a three Corey it was you know I'm I'm <laughs> holding my breath please don't go please don't <laughs> I thought go. it was inevitable they're going to make a couple and so they're really really good mid-range shooters um and they did that pretty well today I thought and that that kind of kept them in the game but um I was just hoping we could continue to score, and, and we did that. Um, and, again, I, I thought Kiki getting to the free throw line was, was a big reason we closed it up. You said earlier you're campaigning for Kiki. So I, I remember that Georgia State game when she has 18-7-6. and six. She flirts with a double or triple-double, and she goes just 10-15 of 15 from the line, 4-12 of 12 from the field in that game. And I remember you saying she's going to go home and beat herself up tonight. Mm-hmm. Do you try to prevent her from going home tonight beating herself up? Because she has had three consecutive double-doubles and still continues to do – 
everything for this team. Yeah, um, she she will beat herself up, and and uh, the 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 thing is like, no nah, man, we're not doing that. It, it, you want to get better and self reflect, cool. But like you're you're not beating your no one's beating themselves down right now. There's no time for that. Uh, you got five games left in a tournament, so like we're only we're only taking positive steps forward. And and for me, she she's still she's still our everything. So. Yeah, did you go two for 15? Sure, but we win and you get a double-double and, and you're filling categories and you're coming up with rebounds late. Like, you're making winning plays and, and the best thing is she's the first one in there smiling and laughing and, and she's she's not a self-first type of um, person. And and so, you know, I, I just hope that continues to, to just, you know, drip down the, the, the pyramid, so to speak, um, is that selflessness. And, and I know the only thing she'll beat yourself up for is the, is the free throws because she never thinks she should miss one, and I don't either. But, um, you know, for me, it's like that. I kept telling her, be who you are. You you know your ice from the free throw line. Just be who you are. And, you know, again, she made just enough for us to, to get it done. Seven for ten is a lot of people take that. So, um, anyway, I, I, I think she she's just she's wonderful. And, um, again, I, I know the emotional part um, certainly challenges her on a game like this. Two buzzwords you used earlier, mental toughness. Safe travels, guys. Thank you. And when you consider mental toughness, I look at this game, Coach, and you have a 12-point lead mm -hmm. early in the third quarter, about a minute and a half in, and then they start to make their run. They go on a 9-0 run, but your team never surrendered mm -hmm. the lead. That's the type of mental toughness I'd Correct. imagine you're talking about. Correct, and 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 I was very close to calling a timeout, but I, I never felt I never felt like they needed the timeout, and that's that's my honest opinion of, of who we are. Is like I'm reading faces the whole time, and and I never felt like again I just never felt like um, we had lost control of it. They made a couple baskets, um, but yeah, that's that's what it is. Is it, you know. Um, minimizing the circumstances i think is how i read it is minimizing the circumstances that affect you and how how affect your ability to do your job on that next play and i thought it was even even um late um the ticky tack foul they called on kiki after anyway um leave that alone here Corey. um but she looked at me and it wasn't like what you know oh my gosh they could. it was like yeah my bad and it's like, yeah, moving on, man. We we don't have time. We don't have time for that. And let me let me campaign in my own way to them. And I'm not going to be palms up very much. I, I did a couple times today, but um, let me do that. That's part of my job. You guys just play and don't let any of that stuff affect you. And that that's right. That's one thing. That's one circumstance that can affect the next play. If you get wound up in the refs, um, if you get wound up in a bad foul call, if you get, if, you know, all that stuff is, is the idea behind behind that that talk about mental toughness. So uh, we were today, but um, you know, we'll enjoy it for another couple hours here. But we we got to get two. We got to get two. Yeah, and uh, you got to get two against an Arkansas State team that I don't know if you know this yet. They beat Troy. They beat Troy today. Well, and so. You are now tied with Texas State and Old Dominion for second with only one game behind Troy. So yeah. Arkansas State now three wins in Sunbelt play. Um, so I thought that was very fascinating. I'm sure you'll get into that. <laughs> Where is that game? Where that game that? was at Troy. And Arkansas State beat them, I think, 98-92. Well, you know what? I mean, I, I watched them only because they played Louisiana. And it's a it's a it's an imposing style. I mean, they are constantly changing their defense. A one three one, a one two two press, a two two one press, a two three zone. A man, it's like you're going to have to play and make plays. And I, you know, that that'll be a challenge for us. And so I, I haven't you know, dove into yeah. dove into it, dived into it. I have not dived dived into it dived into it. Um, 
but that's just what I noticed was like, what are they in now? What are they in now? And, and, uh, they, they've been playing teams tough. Um, Louisiana only beat them by one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so obviously that credibility that they beat Troy. So good for them. Yeah. Does it say 98 to 92? That says 98 to 92. They scored 32 in the fourth and 30 in the first, then 18 sandwiched in between those two. So, uh, yeah, pretty impressive for them to go on the road and, and beat Troy. Going back to this game, um, one, I guess, constructive criticism or negative thing, mm-hmm. defending inside. Mariah Stewart, you've said throughout the year, we have a way of getting people going. So Stewart's a community college transfer, backup center, and sure enough, she scores a career-high 17 points. And I said, you know, she's probably not towards the top of your scouting report when you consider Johnson and Wheaton mm-hmm. and Benedict. And yet this first-year Division One player comes out and puts up 17. How can your team be better moving forward defending the inside? Well, we made, we made the choice, though, in this game. And so um – we have to defend it together. It's not one-on-one. And so um, we allowed our post to go one-on-one in this specific game. And we also did um, – I can't even think the last game we played. The last game we lost. We played Georgia Southern. There it is, right there. We allowed them to go one-on-one Short-term there. Short-term memory. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Moving on, man. I'm about yeah. to forget about this one. Um, but, yeah, so so we're struggling with that one-on-one with, with a big post player. And – because she didn't start, right? Uh, Kyra Wren starts, and, and we were like, she, I don't think she can go inside and have 15 in, in the post. Uh, but they made that adjustment very quickly. But I do think it's, it's pick your poison, right? So if we're going to double her, now we're going to give up some perimeter stuff. And today we really tried not to give up any perimeter stuff because we felt their guards were better than Mariah Stewart. And no offense to Mariah Stewart, but that was the choice we made today. And I think it's hard to guard one-on-one in the post, and, and um, we got to get better at it. And that's the bottom line because – you know, in a tournament setting, which is what we're we're setting all this up for, you know, sometimes it's people get tighter and they're not shooting as many threes or or making as many threes. They're going to pound the ball inside, and so um, we got to get better at that. It's all it's certainly top of my list as far as um, some of our weakness is, is we we've got to be able to defend that better. This this specific game, um, I'll take that though. Okay, um, I'll take that in this specific game. Even 17. Now, I thought the kid was really good and, and hurt us a lot, but um, if we're going to defend the others, the, the perimeter kids, like we did, I thought, pretty well, um, then that's kind of – you've got to kind of pick your poison. Um, but, yeah, she, she, she played a great game. She did. And uh, kudos to her. Man. Last one for me. I want to send you off to your press conference. So we've often talked about the psychology of coaching this year. And you talked about, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, you said, look, we are not the hunted. We want to hunt others. Mm-hmm. That being said, do you look at this as we sit right now and you say to yourself, okay, before losses, I know that, and Sunbelt play, but we beat Louisiana, we beat Troy, and this Louisiana team was an officiating mistake, a critical officiating mistake down the stretch that the official assigner admitted to being wrong with a call that should have been an intentional foul. They sent the wrong shooter to the free throw line, and then they end up losing the game to Troy. But, like, do you try to portray that to your team? Like, you are the best team in the Sun Belt because of that, or you're still not going there yet? No, 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 not at all. We're, we're chasing, man. Uh, Lafayette, or Louisiana was, was picked above us. That's it, bottom line. They picked above us. The league thinks they're better than you. So that was that – was, that's it, and, and we'll go about it like that. And so um, – you know, the, the the standings, I mean, you, you obviously have to talk about that. I won't look at the standings for a second. Don't, okay. Don't even, don't even need to because, um, you know, it's, it's a, we got a, cha- a championship-level game on Saturday, and then we're going to have another championship-level game on next Thursday, and then we're going to have another, like, 
to me, we've we've got to we've got to grind, and that that was our mentality um, throughout the year. And and when we were playing VCU, right, when we we're playing uh, William and Mary, you know, the, these teams, it was like we're pouring all the way into that. There was no standings, right? There's no. Um, Oh, we're we're on top now, and we, we no, none of that stuff matters. And 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 again, I do think um, our, our team should be aware. You know, I I do. You know, I don't mind if they look, but it doesn't matter. They can look all they want; it doesn't matter. What what can make the next game more important? Being in second or fifth or first, like no, man, it should be the most important game of the year, and that's the that's the bottom line. So, um, we're we're never going to be um, hunted until the very very end of the year, and. Um, then we can see where we land. But um, right now, no, we're, we're chasing. We're chasing that thing because we're chasing a championship. That's it. Well, I'm obligated to say it one more time. You are in second place. You're in a three-way tie <laughs> with Texas State and Old Dominion, and you're one game back of Troy for first place in the conference with a 65-59 to win over Louisiana. Enjoy this one quickly. Get back to work for Saturday against Arkansas State. Appreciate your time as always. Thank you, Quinn.